What's going on, Chico Sports fam? You got Stevie P today. Kev is at work, so it's just going to be Stevie P today. And I'm going to tell you guys what guys I like ADP-wise. There's a lot of there's a lot of movers and shakers in ADP over the last month with, you know, free age over the past couple of months with free agency and then with the draft and guys are getting some draft hype and you're starting to hear about, you know, workouts and guys looking good in workouts and you know all that stuff is going to change ADPs. Guys are going to go maybe a little bit earlier, maybe a little bit later than they should. We're probably going to look at the first eight to 10 rounds of fantasy football calculators, ADP calculators, ADPs, and see kind of what guys are moving and shaking. Before we get into that, guys, don't forget to check us out on Twitter. You can find me at cheat code sports, just spell just the way it sounds. And you can find Kev at K underscore love zero zero three three. All right, so let's start looking at some of these damn ADPs. Because I'll tell you what, some of these ADPs are straight bullshit. Uh, some of these guys, and this is the thing with Fantasy Football Calculator. In the offseason, it's really hard for them to keep, you know, enough data to kind of move guys around. So you got to take some of these with a grain of salt because, you know, not a lot of people are not doing mock drafts this time of year. So they need to take like three months worth of ADPs or two and a half months. It's from April 25th to May 28th. So actually they even updated it because before it was like two months of ADPs. So now it's actually just one month. And that's actually right before the, a couple days before the draft until today. So let's see what we got ADP wise. I think the first round is not really anything surprising. I mean, you have... Christian McCaffrey, Dalvin Cook, Derrick Henry, Saquon Barkley, Alvin Kamara, Jonathan Taylor, Ezekiel Elliott, Nick Chubb, Devontae Adams, Travis Kelsey, and Aaron Jones. So one wide receiver, one tight end, and the rest running backs. <clears throat> oh, and Tyreek Hill, I'm very sorry. So two wide receivers, one tight end, and the rest running backs. That's kind of probably what you're going to see this year, which... Is a little bit surprising with how many injuries there were at running back last year. You know what I mean? But the guys that did get injured, you know, people are hoping they come back healthy. Like your Saquons and Ezekiel didn't get hurt. He, he missed, I think, I believe a game, maybe two or left early in a game and missed another game. Um, Nick Chubb missed time last year. So, you know, people, Christian McCaffrey obviously missed a whole bunch of time last year. But people are jumping right back on the on the running back bandwagon. You know what I mean? It doesn't seem to be really affected by all the injuries of last season. ADP-wise, just looking at it, and I mean, I, I if you're just doing a redraft league, in Dynasty, I see the Jonathan Taylor over Ezekiel Elliott, you know, idea. But I don't know if I'm doing that. I Just looking at it, it's close. I could see the upside of Taylor, but you know, Zeke was the number four running back last year. I think people just forget Zeke was the number four running back last year while Dak was healthy. If Dak is going to be healthy, we're all assuming that Dak is going to stay healthy. We're not, I don't think anybody's going in this season worried about Dak's health. You know, he, he's cleared everything he needs to clear. You know, they're saying that he's going to be ready to go week one. He's ready to go now if they needed to play games. That's what I'm hearing. So if that's the case, you know, the offensive line is coming back healthy. 
Dak is coming back healthy. Now, do I think that the Cowboys' offensive line is the greatest offensive line in the history of football? No, I don't. Were they a very good offensive line for a very long time? Yes. With that said, this is still a good offensive line. Like, I wouldn't say it's one of the best, but I would say it's definitely in the top 15. So, you're getting a top 15 line. You're getting a healthy Dak Prescott, which we have all seen when healthy. Ezekiel Elliott with Dak Prescott is a match made in heaven. So, I just don't see how Jonathan Taylor, you know, and this is the other thing about Jonathan Taylor that a lot of people neglect to mention or think about. You know, a lot of his catches last year with were with the past, you know, the the quarterback who loves to run, throw to his pass catchers in Philip Rivers. Like Philip Rivers, you'll just look down the list of running backs that he's had in his career, and they all have like hundred catch seasons or close to it, hundred target seasons or close to it, because he loves to throw to his running backs. So I just don't see how that translates because. Carson Wentz, yes, he will dump off to the running back, but he's not known for, like, huge amounts of passes to the running back position. So, uh, you know, and then you have Naeem Hines, who is a, you know, in my opinion, I don't even think it's close. I think he's a much better pass catcher than Jonathan Taylor. Uh, You know, I, I just think Zeke gets more work in the passing game, and, you know, I could see similar touch numbers from these two. So, for me, that you know, that boosts Zeke up a little bit more. You know, I can understand Nick Chubb going behind these guys, but, you know, uh, to me, the top six is, you know, Zeke's got to be, you know, in that top six for me. There's no way I'm not going to have Zeke in that top six. Um, Devontae Adams, a lot of people worried about Aaron Rodgers and we don't know what the situation is going. I mean, everybody just has to sit back and wait. There's, there's no other way to say it. Aaron Rodgers is holding all the cards right now. If he decides he's not going to play, you know what I mean? You're looking at a Jordan Love situation that we don't know. We don't know how that's going to work for Devontae Adams. Is Devontae Ad- Could Devontae Adams be – this is the question you have to ask yourself. Could Devontae Adams be the number one wide receiver or in fantasy football with Jordan Love throwing him the ball? If you believe that to be the case – then he belongs in the first round. I, for one, believe that to be the case. I think he can be the number one wide receiver in fantasy football. Is it going to be a much tougher path to the number one? Yes, I think it is. You know, to me, he's the clear-cut number one with Aaron Rodgers. And without Aaron Rodgers, he's a in the discussion of three different guys. You know what I mean? So... That's kind of where you have to look at it. To me, he still belongs in the first round. I would not take him at nine. He's probably 11 or 12 for me because I would have Aaron Jones ahead of him. I would also have Travis Kelsey ahead of him. And I would also have, you know, mixing back and forth between Hill and Adams, really, is kind of the way I feel. So, you know, that's the first round. So Tyreek Hill... Definitely belongs in the first round. Travis Kelsey definitely belongs in the first round. I think all the first round guys here really do belong in the first round. Mixing and matching, how you do it, is up to you. Looking at the second round, 
starts off Austin Eckler, Stefan Diggs, Cam Akers, DeAndre Hopkins, Antonio Gibson, DK Metcalf, Calvin Ridley, uh, George Kittle, Patrick Mahomes, Darren Waller, DeAndre Swift, and AJ Brown. Okay, so this is where it kind of gets interesting to me. I don't know if I have Kittle over Waller in redraft. In Dynasty, that's not a question. It's Kittle all the way. But in redraft, with what Waller did last year, and they didn't really upgrade the weapons out there in Vegas, I kind of feel like Waller is just going to be a target monster. He's going to see a lot of targets. And with that being the case, shit, I want Darren Waller this year. Uh, you know, if I can get him at the 211 is basically where he's going. You know, basically between 209 and 211 is kind of the range. You know, I mean, it early, the early ADP is 108, which that's crazy. And then the late ADP is 305. This, you know, and that's crazy. I, I get Darren Waller in the second round. I'm happier than a pig in shit. So I don't really get it. But regardless to that fact, I think I might have the Waller over Kittle in redraft. Looking at the rest of these guys, I can't see how people are taking A.J. Brown, you know, behind guys like Metcalf and Calvin Ridley. You know, Calvin Ridley, if Julio goes, then I can see that. But even DeAndre Hopkins, like, I just, if I'm going to be honest, guys, if A.J. Brown gets 150 targets this year, he might mess around and be a top three guy. Like, I could see him finishing the number one wide receiver. And it's crazy to me because if you watch him on tape, he is not the greatest route runner. He is not the fastest guy in the world. He like, you look at him on tape and it's kind of hard to be like, this guy is so amazing. But what makes him amazing is the dude just breaks tackles. He's constantly fighting for yards. Like, and he, he gets open. It like, it doesn't make sense. Like he's just, so damn good and I can't explain why I really can't you watch him play and, and like you know it's not like watching Stefan Diggs where you're watching a guy you know run the crispest routes and just juke a guy out of his shoes you know do the AI crossover outside and on that right side to get open like that's not what he's doing he's kind of just blowing by guys or out muscling guys for balls or just fighting for extra yardage like I I love A.J. Brown, and if in this offense, he could definitely see 150, 160, 170 targets. Like, this could be a huge target season for this dude, and I wouldn't argue with you if you put him at two, three. At one, I don't know if I'm putting him up above, you know, Reek, but, or, you know, Adams, but I could see him at three all day long. You know, Hopkins fell off at the end of last season, you know, towards the end of last season. And I know Kyler Murray was hurt, but regardless, you know, there was a huge drop off. DK Metcalf, same thing. You know, Calvin Ridley, shit, he had a zero, guys. Like, there was a zero game for Calvin Ridley. Shit. Like, if you're not sitting there thinking Calvin Ridley is a little bit scary, you know, as a top six guy, you know, I... I Shit, you have more confidence in him than I do. But AJ Brown, I think that ADP is stupid. It's it's silly. 
Uh, looking at the running backs in this round, Austin Eckler, Cam Akers, Antonio Gibson, DeAndre Swift. Uh, Kev really loves DeAndre Swift, and I think Kev would probably have him above all of, the, all of these guys. Me personally, I think he belongs behind Cam Akers and Antonio Gibson. Um, I could see him above Austin Eckler. I know Austin Eckler is the 13th guy off the board, but I'm not as high on Austin Eckler as everybody else is. Like, I, you know, like I said, the guy, he could see 150 carries. He could see 80 receptions. It's very possible. 100, but that's only 100, that's only 230 touches. With 230 touches, he could be amazing. But I have him penciled in for closer to 200 touches. I don't think it's going to get up to like 230. I think it's close. He misses games. You know, he, maybe he stays healthy this year and he'll be all right. But, you know, the, the factor, the risk factor of him, I think, is much higher than a guy like Cam Akers, who, you know, also missed time last year. But shit, the dude was getting 30 carries a game at the end of the season. He was turning, touching the ball 30 times. Antonio Gibson, they're talking about now that they want to throw him the ball more. Like they want this dude to catch the ball a lot more. So if that's going to be the case, like those two guys that are clear cut guys in this round that I want, you know, looking at the wide receivers, you know, after those, you know, after AJ Brown, I probably have it the way they have it. You know, Stefan Diggs, DeAndre Hopkins, DK Metcalf, Calvin Ridley. That's probably the way I have it ranked. <sighs> You know, I think A.J. Brown's above those guys, and I love Stephon Diggs. I'm a huge Bills fan, uh, and he could actually see more targets this year. Like, he could actually be better, and that's scary. So, but Stephon Diggs has competition for targets, as where A.J. Brown does not, and that's what is the dif- the if the differentiating factor for me. I just feel like the competition in targets is not even close to as high with A.J. Brown which is why I have those guys separated. Pat Mahomes in the second round is what it is. It, it, he's going to go in the second round in every draft. He might go in the first round in your family, you know, in your family league or your friends league. Um, that's not something I'm going to tell you to do because it, it, I mean, like unless you're guaranteed to me, unless you're guaranteed to be the number one fantasy quarterback, which he was not, he has not been the past two years. He's been up there. He's been great, but he's not been the pa- the number one quarterback, and everybody takes him there. Like, you can't guarantee me that Pat Mahomes is going to be the number one quarterback. And if you can't do that, I'm not taking him in the second round. And that's just the way I feel about it. All right, so let's go into this third round. We got Joe Mixon, Keenan Allen, Michael Thomas, Josh Jacobs, D- DK, oh, I'm sorry, J.K. Dobbins, Justin Jefferson, Clyde Edwards, Hilaire, James Robinson, James Robinson. That that that's wrong. That's just. I don't think that's. If James Robinson's going in the third round, that's crazy. Miles Sanders, David Montgomery, Allen Robinson, Chris Carson, Terry McLaurin, and Josh Adam, Josh Adams, Josh Allen. <laughs> yeah, I'm getting tongue tied here, guys. Uh, Josh Allen, and it looks like Mike Evans. So, this round, I love. I love round three. Round three is such a good round. You're talking about Joe Mixon, right? Who, to me, I actually have above Swift. I have redone my rankings, and that will be on the site soon. But, 
Joe Mixon, I really like Joe Mixon. I think Joe Mixon, this is, you know, and I've told you guys a hundred times I love Joe Mixon and blah, blah, blah. This is not just my bias. I think finally he has the weapons around him to make him be what he can be, right? You got Chase on one side. You got, you know, just Joe Burrow coming back healthy. They're ready, said he's going to be ready for week one. T. Higgins on the other side, you know, just, he's just got a ridiculous amount of weapons to go around that, I don't see how you stack the box against this team. Like, you're not going to try to take Joe Mixon away with these passing weapons. I just don't see how that's a thing. So, if that's the case, Joe Mixon going to get some play, boy. Like, he's going to he's gonna carry the rock. He's going to touch it out of the backfield. They're talking about they don't want to take him off the field, blah, 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 blah. You know, I, I don't know about all that. But Joe Mixon, to me, in the third round is a steal. Keenan Allen, Michael Thomas, Justin Jefferson, Allen Robinson, Terry McLaurin, uh, Mike Evans. Hell yeah. Sign me up for any one of those guys. I like them all. You know, for me, Michael Thomas, I think, is going to have a back bounce back season. He obviously missed a whole lot of time with injury last year, but he's still a really, really good wide receiver. And if you remember with Teddy Bridgewater a couple years ago, he was awesome. So I don't give a damn who's throwing him the ball. Dude is going to be sick as long as he can stay on the field. And before last season, we never had that issue. So I think he gets right back to form. Keenan Allen is one of my favorite wide receivers in the NFL. You know, one of the best route runners in the NFL. I think second only to Stephon Diggs. But I love Keenan Allen. Justin Jefferson, we saw what that rookie did last year. And you can't say nothing bad about that dude. Like at all. For real. Allen Robinson. You guys know how much I love Allen Robinson. My man is a beast. He is one of my favorite wide receivers in the NFL, if not my favorite wide receiver in the NFL, other than Stefan Diggs. I love Allen Robinson. I love the way he plays. I love watching his tape. I, I just, everything, everything about this dude. I love, I love Allen Robinson. Terry McLaurin, another guy that I really, really love, like, you know, great route runner, faster than he looks, just a really good wide receiver and finally gets a quarterback that can actually throw downfield, which is very nice. So I would like to see how that works with Ryan Fitzpatrick. I think that could be something good. Uh, and then the running backs in this round, I'm going to be honest, guys, like, okay, so let's just do it like this. Josh Jacobs in the third round, I think could be a steal, right? Because this is the thing. <sighs> Kenyon Drake is there. We all know that. But we're hearing a lot that they're putting him out at wide receiver and they want to use him as a receiving threat. Josh Jacobs didn't really catch the ball all that much last year after them talking about how much he was going to catch the ball last year. And he was still the number eight PPR running back. So if this dude is going to see close to as many carries as he has last year and see close to 30 receptions, he's going to be he's going to be a number two running back like that's. That's all there is to it. He's going to lose touches. I agree. But I don't think he loses so many touches that, you know, he's going to be not viable. So we'll see what happens with Josh Jacobs. J.K. Dobbins, I really wish he was on a different offense because in this offense, he is very limited on how things can happen for him because Lamar Jackson just takes in so many touchdowns himself you know, he's fighting for touches with a guy who's much bigger and stronger than he is as a runner. So, 
you know, goal line work is probably not going to be his sole thing. He's going to be splitting goal line work, which I hate. Uh, he's going to have to break up some long runs and touchdowns to really, you know, to really blow up this year. And I just don't see how he's going to do that. So in the third round, he would not be my second running back or third running back off the board in the third round. Clyde Edwards Hilaire, I already told you guys, I think he's going to have a bounce back. So I like that. James Robinson shouldn't be in this round, period. Like he should not be. To me, I'm not taking James Robinson before round five. That's just, that's my own personal opinion. If you guys think he's going to have a great season with Travis Etienne in the backfield, by all means, take him in the third, but I'm not doing that. Miles Sanders has way too much competition to be in the third round. Miles Sanders should be a beginning of the fourth, middle of the fourth round guy, just because of, you know, everything that's happened this offseason with him. They Everything that the Eagles are telling you is this dude is not the guy who's going to be the guy. They want it to be a you know, a committee backfield. They want to share touches with him. He will get the most touches. I don't doubt that at all, but he is in a committee, full blown committee. He is not going to be the guy, you know, that touches the rock 65% of the time. It's just not going to happen. He's going to touch the ball 50 and then they're going to split that other 50% between all the other running backs. Uh, David Montgomery, to me, David Montgomery, the way he finished last season, and I know everybody's going to say that he had a easy schedule and it was a cakewalk and blah, 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 blah. Listen, I am not the biggest David Montgomery fan, but you cannot take this guy off the field with the way he played last year and start splitting work with him because he showed he can be a bell cow back, right? He's going to lose some receiving work. Regardless to that fact, he is going to be the guy that carries the ball. I am not worried about Damian Williams. Like, Damian Williams had his time to shine, you know, in Miami, didn't do it. Had his time to shine in Kansas City, he had a couple of good games, but didn't shine, right? I doubt they brought this dude in to take a bunch of work from David Montgomery, if he even makes the team. That's the other thing. Like, he may not make the team. You're not guaranteed that Damian Williams makes this Chicago Bears team. So David Montgomery, I think should be higher. Chris Carson, another guy that I think should be higher than both James Robinson, Miles Sanders, you know, and, and JK Dobbins. I think he should be ahead of all, all those guys. Let's go into the fourth round. So we got in the fourth round, we have Chris Carson. Well, Chris Carson should be, he should be in the third round. But anyway, you got, all right, so here we go. Nope, Mike Evans. All right, so here we go. Josh Allen was in the third round. All right, good. So Josh Allen, I'll just quickly say, I'm not taking a quarterback before like round five, guys. I'm just not going to do it. And I love Josh Allen. I love his upside. I love everything about him. But, you know, I am a guy that will wait on quarterback. I, I just don't, I hate taking a quarterback super early. And then them, you know, you're an injury away from, your entire season being screwed because this quarterback that you relied so highly on in the third round or second round or fourth round gets hurt. And you could have had other guys that really could have helped you a lot. I mean, the devastation that you get at quarterback compared to what you would lose at wide receiver or running back in the fourth round, third round is a huge difference guys. Like you're taking top quarterback. If you take Josh Allen, you're probably not taking a quarterback until later on in the draft, much later on in the draft, or if at all, so you know, I just I'm just not gonna do that, guys. All right, so Julio Jones starts this round off. We got Julio, Amari Cooper, Kareem Hunt, 
uh, Kyler Murray, Chris Godwin, Raheem Mostert, Robert Woods. I love that. CD Lamb, Mark Andrews, and Adam Thielen. So let's look at this. All right. So I don't really have too much complaints about this round. If you're really just looking at the player names, Julio in the fourth round could be a steal. Like if Julio goes to it, you know, if he stays with Atlanta, you know, Julio could be the number one wide receiver. Let's be honest. Like the dude is a 1500 yard monster. Like he's basically 1500 yards or more every year that he's healthy. And everybody keeps saying this bullshit about how Julio Jones is always heard and blah, 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 blah. The dude before last season missed four games in six seasons. Let that sink in. He missed four games total in six seasons. This dude is not injury prone. What the fuck is everybody talking about? Like, what are you talking about? He's injured. He's always always injured. He's always hurt. He's always hobbling off the field. I don't give a shit if he hobbles off the field, if he comes back and plays. Like, the dude is, it's not a coincidence this dude is 1,500 yards every season. What do you think? He's getting 250-yard games? You know what I mean? Like, he misses six games and then gets 250-yard games every other game? Like, come on, dude. Really? Like, let's be realistic. (laughs) He's awesome. Julio is awesome. He's old. Yes. In Dynasty, you don't want to take him early. But in redraft, in the fourth round, I'm going to be happy as shit to get Julio Jones. Ex- depending on where he goes. Let me let me caveat that. Depending on where he goes. If he goes to New England, I'm not going to be super excited about Julio. Like, he'll probably drop into the fifth or sixth round for me. Because I just don't think Cam Newton, Newton can facilitate a 1,500, 10-yard, or 10-touchdown Julio Jones. All right, so Amari Cooper. Amari Cooper, I think this is like where he should be, have been going for years. This is where Amari Cooper should go for the past whatever. And for some reason, he was going like the second round or early third round for years and years. This is right where Amari Cooper should go. Finally, his ADP matches where he should go. And I like it. Kareem Hunt. Kareem Hunt in the fourth round. You got to remember, like he scored so many receiving touchdowns last year and, and so many like just touchdowns. I don't know if he continues that. If he doesn't continue that, he's not worth a fourth-round pick. Let's be honest. You know, you shave five touchdowns off his total, he's not a fourth-round guy. He's a fifth- or sixth-round guy. Uh, Chris Godwin, I think, could have a back bounce, bounce back season. Kyler Murray in the fourth. I'm not doing that. Robert Woods. I love Robert Woods, man. I love Robert Woods this year. With Matthew Stafford, Robert Woods could be awesome. Like, real good. And he's going in the late fourth round, and I like that a lot. I'm going to have a lot of Robert Woods this year. Uh, CD lamb, you know, goes in the same round as Amari Cooper. It's possible that CD lamb gets more targets than Amari Cooper. Let's be honest. Like that is a definitive possibility. So CD lamb in the fourth, I like Adam Thielen. I think a lot of people are really down on Adam, Adam Thielen this year because of his age and because of the emergence, you know, of Justin Jefferson. But you know, it's, to me, Adam Thielen is still a very good wide receiver. He's not going to score 14 touchdowns like he did last year, but I think he can be close to double digits. And if he's going to get you close to double digits, he's a good pick in this round, especially because he's almost our fifth round guy. Miles Gaskin. Yeah. Okay. So 
in redraft, I like Miles Gaskin. In Dynasty, I'm not touching Miles Gaskin with a 10-foot pole. I don't want anything to do with him in Dynasty. But in redraft, I don't mind his ADP here because he could end up just being the bell cow if he can stay healthy. That's the thing. He needs to stay healthy. All right, so going into the fifth round, we have Lamar Jack- Jackson, Dak Prescott, Melvin Gordon, Kenny Galladay, Deontay Johnson, Amari Cooper. I mean, I'm sorry, Cooper Cup, Justin Herbert, Tyler Lockett. Uh, Ronald Jones and Brandon Ayuk to wrap up that round. <sighs> okay, so I don't really have anything bad to say about this round. I mean, like, I probably do have the wide receivers ranked exactly the way they are here. I might have Lockett ahead of ahead of Cup, but it's very close for me. Deontay Johnson, to me, is the clear-cut guy that I want in this round because I just think he's going to be the most targeted guy in Pittsburgh the same way he was last year and if he can stay healthy for 16 games that's going to be a target magnet uh Kenny Galladay I would have behind Deontay Johnson Deontay Johnson and then you know I probably have it Lockett Cooper Cup Brandon Ayuk in that order but actually I wouldn't even have Brandon Ayuk I actually would have DJ Moore here um so yeah there's not really too much in this round that I don't mind that I'm like big mad about, you know, Melvin Gordon going in the fifth. I know a lot of people are saying he's going to lose his job to Williams and blah, 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 blah. But I don't think Melvin Gordon is a bad pick in the fifth, especially if you can come three rounds later and get Williams. Cause that's basically where Williams is going. Um, so I'm not big mad at that. There's not really anything in this round that pops out at me and goes, Oh, this is a terrible, terrible pick here. Maybe Ronald Jones, because like they just keep bringing in running backs on that team. Like they just are constantly bringing back new guys and re-signing Fournette and all that stuff. It basically tells me that they are just not sold on Ronald Jones and the Ronald Jones hype train needs to end. Like he is never going to be the number one running back for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Let's just be honest. It's not going to happen. So to take him in the fifth round, I just, I'm not going to do that. If you guys want to do that, Hey, it's on you. I don't want to do that. Aaron Rodgers, we don't know where the hell Aaron Rodgers is going. We don't know. So at this point, who knows? TJ Hawkinson. So TJ Hawkinson, the way the way fantasy football calculator works, if you guys look, it gives you an ADP. It gives you like numbers next to their names, but then it gives you an ADP and like there's like 510 and it's just the average. So a lot of these guys, you know, there's more players in the fifth round than you know than what it says here is basically the way it works with average with the way they average everything out so tj hawkinson and aaron Rodgers, they're saying are both fifth round guys um if aaron Rodgers is your number run run quarterback and he plays for green bay or denver i like this pick because i don't mind getting aaron Rodgers with those two teams. If he goes somewhere that is not fantasy, we're going to be super excited about, then this is probably not a good place to get him. TJ Hawkinson is my favorite later tight end to get, because I think TJ Hawkinson, I think this is the year, you know, this is his third year. He's ready for a breakout. And I think this is the year that he breaks out. I, I just, there's not a whole lot of target competition there, guys. Let's be honest. He is by far, not close, the best pass catcher on this team. So I think they use him, and I think they use Swift, 
and I think they use Amon Ross St. Brown, and I think this team is going to have to throw the ball more than they want to, you know, because this team is bad. Now, do I think this team is as bad as the Texans? No, this team is not as bad as the Texans. The Texans are by far the worst team in the NFL. But the Lions are not a million times better. They're better, but not crazy better. So I could see this team struggling in a lot of games, losing in a lot of games, and having to throw in a lot of games. And TJ Hawkinson should be the beneficiary uh, beneficiary of this. All right, so let's move on to this sixth round. We got DJ Moore, Russell Wilson, Chase Edmonds, David Johnson, Odell Beckham Jr., T. Higgins, Will Fuller, Leonard Fournette, Najee Harris, or Najee, I'm very sorry, Najee Harris, Chase Claypool, and Mike Davis, and Noah Fant. Mike Davis and Noah Fant. So, in this round, I actually like it. I like this round. This is one of those rounds that I like. David Johnson is not somebody I'm taking in the sixth round. You know, if you want to do that, be more than, be, be my guest. But, DJ Moore in the six is a steal, boy. This dude is, I think he could be really, really good this year. I think this is the year where DJ Moore finally shows you that he is one of the elite wide receivers in in football and is going to be taken in the top three rounds next year. I love DJ Moore. If you're getting him in the sixth round, do it 100%. Chase Edmonds could be good for this year. I'm not super sold on Chase Edmonds, but I see the argument for why he could be very good. David Johnson, like I said, I'm not doing that. This Houston Texans team is a, is a dumpster fire with propane tanks lined around it. it this is just really a bad situation. Uh, Odell Beckham Jr., I don't even know if he's going to, you know, I don't want to say he's going to leave Cleveland because they gave up a lot to get him. But would it surprise you if Odell Beckham left? Like, really? And not to mention, if he stays, him and Baker have no chemistry. If you watch them play together, like, they just don't seem like they have very good chemistry. And that might be just something fluky and weird. And maybe this year they get that chemistry going and blah, 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 blah. But haven't you seen enough that you're probably taking Odell in the first four rounds and now you're basically like, no, nah, I'm good. Thanks. Thanks, bro. Thanks, bro. I'm good. I don't, I don't, I don't need the Odell Beckham headache. And in the sixth round, I don't think it's a huge headache, but you know, it's a headache. I don't want T Higgins. I love T Higgins. Like I'm just going to say that now. And a lot of people are saying that he's going to lose touches because of Chase and blah, 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 blah. No. I think T. Higgins, I think this team throws the ball so much because, like I said, their defense is not good. They're going to have to stay in games. T. Higgins, I think, sees, if not more targets than he saw last year, the same. I don't think they go down. I mean, A.J. Green was seeing nine targets a game, and T. Higgins was basically seeing like 6.6 or something like that per game. I don't think that goes down. If anything, I think it might go up. So, you know, wheels up for T. Higgins for me. Will Fuller is only going in this round because he was hurt. I mean, because he got suspended for six games. And he's got one game left on his suspension. And that's going to be it. So, you know, uh, Will Fuller, I have no problem in this round. Leonard Fournette, another guy I don't have any problem with. I don't see how Leonard Fournette goes behind Ronald Jones, but okay. Najee Harris. 
I'm telling you right now, this is not the correct ADP for, for Najee. Najee, I'm telling you right now. In your drafts, Najee is going in the second or third round. I don't know what calculator is doing here. This is wrong. This is not even close to being right. If you look at the high and low ADPs, they're saying round one pick three is the high. And then round 15 pick 12. Like, that's why he's in round six pick 11. That is wrong, 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 wrong. I'm telling you right now, Najee is going in the second round. And with the amount of touches this man is going to see this year, they're probably right. Like, that is probably a good ADP for him. Middle of the second, end of the second. If I can get him at the end of the second, I'm going to be super excited. Me, personally, I'm taking him in the beginning of the second. If I have a 9, 10, 11, 12 pick and Najee comes back to me in that second round, I am taking Najee. Like, that's it. Plain and simple. Uh, Chase Claypool in this round, I, you know, I think he could be the number three target on this team, even though I believe he is the best player for this team. You know, I think Deontay Johnson is a very good possession receiver, but I think Chase Claypool, it could be an elite fantasy wide receiver. But I do believe with Ben Roethlisberger's limitations, this could be a troublesome season for Chase Claypool. So in this sixth round, I, I could see that. Mike Davis is a steal in this sixth round, and he's not going here. I've seen, you know, I've done many of mock drafts, and he's going in the fifth round. He's not going in the sixth. He's going like the beginning of the fifth, middle of the fifth. I've never seen him drop to six. Um, Noah, okay, so Noah Fan is the last person for this round. I, you know, Noah Fan is another guy that I think could have a breakout season. And if Aaron Rodgers goes there, I'm going to love Noah Fan. He's going to be probably in a round, he's going to be a round five guy for me. All right, let's do round seven. We have DJ Chark, Tyler Boyd, Damian Harris, Cortland Sutton, Tom Brady, Deshaun Watson, Juju Smith-Schuster, Logan Thomas, Jalen Hurts, Debo Samuels, uh, Kenyon Drake, Hunter Henry, Joe Burrow, uh, James Conner, A.J. Dillon. So there's a lot of names in round seven because the ADPs just kind of worked out that way. Um, This is a round that I actually, I actually like this round. I think this is a sneaky good round. Uh, and I'll tell you why. I think Tyler Boyd could be sneaky good. I think Tyler Boyd, is, you know, could be the number one target on that team. And people are not drafting him that way. People are drafting him, you know, let him fall to the round seven because they think that, you know, Chase is going to see 7,000 targets. And, you know, I, I just I still think he's going to be 115, 120 target guy easily out of the slot. And with the weapons that they have on the outside now, I think he is just a perfect slot receiver you know, who's going to see a shit ton of targets. Um, you know, it wouldn't be surprising to me if Chase was the number one target on this team, but, you know, it also wouldn't be surprising to me if Tyler Boyd was the number one target on this team. So, you know, it's 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 going to be an interesting watch. DJ Chark, I don't know how that's going to end up working out with, with you know, Trevor Lawrence going to Jacksonville. I hope that DJ Chark becomes something, but... That's, you know, to me, that's a wait and see. In the seventh round, I don't think it's that much of a gamble for you to be worried about it. But, you know, uh, there's got like Cortland Sutton, Juju Smith-Schuster, Debo Samuels are all guys that I would take in front of Chark. I am Tyler Boyd. I would, I would rather have those guys. So he'd probably be the end of the round for me, but he's going in the beginning. So 
you know, I, I, I there's a lot of guys that I would take before I take DJ Chark. So, you know, I don't mind him in the seventh, but not the guy that I would take here. Damian Harris, I think, is a sleeper running back this year. I think he becomes the number one running back for that Patriots offense. And he's obviously not going to see the pass catching works because James Robinson or James Robinson, James Wash, James, whatever the hell. I can't even think of his names right right now. Um, James White. There we go. James White. Uh, so I think James White is going to still be the pass catching running back, but Damian Harris could see a lot of touches. You know, I, with what we saw from him last year, I think he was by far the best running back on the team. So if you can get him in round seven, I like that. Cortland Sutton, I love Cortland Sutton this year, uh, especially if A-Rod goes to Denver. That would be that would be stupid. I would love that. Tom Brady, Deshaun Watson, Jalen Hurts, and Joe Burrow in this round. Uh, you know, those are all guys that I don't mind you taking. Tom Brady, I think, could be good. Deshaun Watson, if he is not suspended, could be good. Obviously, he's going to be you know good depending on where he goes. That's another thing you're gonna to have to worry about because he will he won't be back in Houston. I can almost guarantee you that. Um, let's see here. We have so Juju, Jalen Hurst, Logan Thomas, Logan Thomas, Hunter Henry, the two tight ends in this in this round. And I like both of those guys. I don't mind. I don't mind either one of those guys. I mean, I'm not going to take them. Those are probably guys I'm not getting. And and the reason being is I would rather have a early round tight end. I'm one of those guys that says you need to get one of the top, you know, for me this year, it's the top four. If you don't get into the top four guys, I don't want to tight end. I'll just wait late and get, you know, some of the guys we'll talk about later. Uh, but, you know, I don't mind these guys in that round. Kenyon Drake, James Conner, A.J. Dillon, you know, those three guys in this round, you know, hey, at this point you're just trying to take some guys that could have upside. James Conner has upside. Kenyon Drake has upside. You know, A.J. Dillon is basically, to me, could be the goal line guy and short yardage guy, but I just don't see how he cuts into Aaron Jones' workload a, a whole lot, so maybe not a guy that I'm taking there. Um, and then that's it, basically, for that round. And we're going to wrap it up with round eight. So, round eight, we got Robbie Anderson, J.D. McKissick, uh, Jeffrey Wilson, which is obviously going to drop a whole lot, knowing that he tore his meniscus, and he's going to have surgery on that. Uh, Brandon Cooks, Jerry Judy, Naeem Hines, Evan Ingram, Matthew Stafford, Jarvis Landry, Devin Singletary wraps up round eight. So, I love Matthew Stafford this year. I told you guys that already. Um, I think Matthew Stafford with the Rams is a great pick. And if I can get him in the eighth round as my first quarterback, I'm going to be super happy about that. The thing with that, though, if you are going to be a late round quarterback like I myself am, uh, you're going to want to take, you know, like a Matt Ryan or you're going to want to take, you know, you're going to want to take a quarterback a little bit earlier. You know, Matt Ryan. Kirk Cousins, Baker Mayfield, Carson Wentz. Those are all guys that you're going to have to think about because, you know, Matthew Stafford could have a bad, you know, could have a season where you're not as happy as you thought you might have been. He's not a locked in guy that you're going to be like, oh, my God, he's super amazing. I can just I got Matthew Stafford. I'm going to wait a million years to get another quarterback. Now, I think you should probably rethink that if that's your strategy. Um. The running backs in this league, in this round, I'm not really interested in any of them except Devin Singletary, and that's because 
I just feel like Devin Singletary is going to have a definite role as where, well, Devin Singletary and Naeem Himes, I'm sorry. Both of those guys are going to have a definite role on their team. Jeffrey Wilson, obviously, like I said, got hurt with his meniscus, going to miss the beginning of the season. And J.D. McKissick, I just don't know if they throw the ball. You know, Alex Smith is no longer on that team. He used to love to throw the running back. Um, I just don't see if J.D. McKissick is going to be super viable as he was last year. I definitely think he can see some targets, but I don't know how viable that's going to be. Um, the running, I mean, the wide receivers in this round, I love Robbie Anderson, Brandon Cooks, Jerry Judy, Jarvis Landry, all those guys. I like a lot. Like I love them in this round and I'm going to be taking a lot of, especially Jerry Judy. I'm going to have a lot of Jerry Judy. I, I'm going to be overweight on Jerry Judy because I'm taking Jerry Judy in the seventh round. I'm taking him right behind Cortland Sutton. I think these guys are like neck and neck one, one and one a, I don't see a big separation between these guys. I like them very much. Brandon Cooks is Probably going to be the number one wide receiver for his team. And let's be honest, Houston's going to get their ass whooped this year. Teams are going to mash the Houston Texans. So he's going to see probably, it wouldn't surprise me if he saw 140 targets this year. And if he sees 140 targets this year, he's going to be good regardless to who's throwing him the ball. So I like Brandon Cooks in the eighth round. Robbie Anderson, another guy that I think is going to see a good amount of targets this year because I think Carolina is going to be throwing the ball a little bit more and that they, they want to show off their new toy that they got there uh so i definitely think that the arizona i mean the you know carolina panthers are going to be a team that throws the ball a little more than people suspect jarvis landry you know to me he's the best he's the perfect player to get as a wide receiver three because you know sometimes he has games where he doesn't really show up but for the most part by the end of the season he's going to be a close to 100 catch guy and, you know, close to 1,000 yards, maybe a little bit more, and you're hoping for five to eight touchdowns. So, you know, in the eighth round, end of the eighth round, he's always a guy that I like to take because he has, you know, he has that upside. So, for the Cheat Code Sports Podcast, guys, we are out. Make sure you guys leave us a review, comment. You know, if you guys have any questions, you can go to the website. It's CheatCodeSports.com. We have... You know, you can go on the bottom of the page. It'll say, have any questions? Send us some questions. You can send us questions. If you have dynasty questions or IDP questions or anything, you might have a question about fantasy football. We are going to answer our next podcast will probably be next Wednesday. It's definitely going to be next Wednesday. Uh, and I will be answering some questions along with doing the rounds nine through 16 for ADPs. All right, y'all, you guys have a fantastic Memorial Day weekend. We love you guys. You guys are the reason we do this show, and we love having you guys listen and having you guys interact with us. We are going to be doing listener leagues this year. There will be listener leagues this year. We are going to do three listener leagues this year. So make sure you guys hit us up for those. If you guys want to get into our listener leagues, go onto the website, hit us up. The website people always get first come first serve. You know, if you come onto the website, hit us up, say, Hey, I, I want to be in the listener league, you know, love you guys. Tell us a little bit about yourself and we will talk about you on the podcast. So for us here at Cheat Code Sports, we love y'all. Happy Memorial Day weekend. Peace out.